Hi and welcome to the second episode of the Street Smart podcast. In this episode we'll go over some of the things that you can look for when you're selecting a fund to invest in. Now the first thing you need to decide of course is what kind of fund you're looking for and uh, we'll cover index funds, uh, equity funds and bond or debt funds as well. So let's start off first by uh, looking at index funds. Now I want to point out that there are lots of tools available to us that can help us uh, select and screen down these funds and the one that I'm using today and that you can use for free as well is the Morningstar fund screener which is available on their website and that can help you uh, enter some of the criteria that we are talking about today. So first off index funds. Now index funds generally track an entire index. For example if you bought a S&P 500 index fund that means you're basically buying the top 500 companies in the United States. If you buy a Nifty 50 index funds, then you're buying the 50 largest companies in India. So the first thing you need to decide is which index you're tracking because uh, that's the kind of index fund that you need to buy. And when you are trying to narrow down the exact index fund that you should buy, then there are basically three things that you can start by looking at. These three things are the liquidity, the expense ratio, and the tracking error. Now the liquidity is particularly important in ETFs or exchange traded funds uh, and if you don't know the difference between exchange traded funds and regular funds then go ahead and google that now but you'll find that most of the good index funds especially internationally will be in the form of ETFs and a particular difficulty with investing in ETFs is that sometimes when you want to buy them there are not that many people selling them and vice versa. So what is a quick way to check the liquidity of an ETF or an index fund? A common misconception is you just look at the trading volume, which is you look at how many people have bought and sold it today. Uh, but actually a better measure is to look at the bid ask spread. So what that means is when you open your trading platform, whatever you use to buy and sell the funds, you get two prices. One is the price that you will have to pay if you want to buy this fund. And one is the price that you will get if you were to sell this fund. And the smaller the gap between those two prices, the better the market is and the better the liquidity is for that fund. The second thing that you need to look for is the expense ratio of the index fund. Uh, and this is very, very easy to find. You can find it on the Morningstar tool or through a number of other uh, websites. And what that means is basically what percentage of your money is used to pay the managers and the administrators of the fund and what percentage is actually invested. So you're looking for an expense ratio that is as low as possible. And especially for index funds, it's not that difficult to find funds which have a very, very low expense ratio. And finally, uh, the last thing you need to look at once you have found an index fund, which is tracking the index that you want to track, which has a good liquidity and low expense ratio is the tracking error. And what that means is if you are buying a fund, which is tracking the S&P 500, for example, and the S&P 500 goes up 1%, you want your fund to go up exactly 1% as well. Not more than that and not less than that because if there is a deviation between the two, that means that your fund is not tracking the index accurately. You might have noticed on Morningstar that they give ratings to every fund, 5 stars, 4 stars, 3 stars and so on. And a lot of other websites do this as well. So a word of caution here that you don't rely on these ratings too heavily because you don't know the criteria that they are using. So it's better to sit down and think about the criteria that you want for your fund 
and use those as a screening tool rather than blindly relying on third-party ratings. We can move on now to equity funds, which are funds that have stocks or equities in their portfolio. And the first thing that you will notice is that there are two types of equity funds broadly, and those are open or closed-ended funds. So you need to decide whether you want to invest in a fund that is open, which means that you can put your money in or out of the fund at any time and you are directly buying into the fund or closed ended funds, which have a little bit more restrictions. So if you're not sure about the two, generally we find that open equity funds are more common, particularly uh, in India. And secondly, uh, the type of fund, which is uh, in their mandate, are they largely investing in large caps, which is big stocks? or small caps or medium caps or does the manager have a lot of freedom? Uh, are they investing in international equities or just the ones from your country? Is it a 100% equity fund or does it have some bonds or debt in it as well? So that would make it a hybrid fund. And finally, uh, what is the investment methodology do they use? Are they uh, basically a value fund or a growth fund? So if you read the fund documents, you should find the answers to most of these in there. Uh, and make sure that that aligns with the kind of risk you are looking to take and the kind of fund you want to invest in. There are a few quick things that you can check even on the Morningstar screener. And those are first of all the tenure of the manager. So I like to invest in funds that have had the same manager for at least the last five years. Uh, but particularly if a manager has been changed recently, you need to be careful of that manager's track record and see what other funds he has managed and whether you're okay with that. Uh, and particularly, you cannot then rely too heavily on this fund's past performance. Uh, secondly, you need to also see whether there's been a change in the mandate of the fund. So is this a fund that used to be large cap and is now mixed? Uh, is it one that used to focus on growth and now focuses on value? So if the mandate has changed, then the fund characteristics will change as well. So that's another thing to keep in mind. And finally, just as we did with index funds, you can very easily check the expense ratio. And once again, you're looking for uh, a low expense ratio. The lower the expense ratio, the better the fund is likely to be. Not just because it charges you less, uh, but there are a number of studies that show that funds with lower expense ratios are often also better managed and give higher returns than funds with more expense ratios. And one more sneaky thing that you need to look out for is the entry and the exit loads. So what a lot of equity funds and even debt funds do is they charge you upfront uh, some percentage, maybe 0.1% or 0.2%, either for putting your money in or for taking your money out. And a lot of them have time periods. So if you, if for example, you take out your money within six months, they might charge you an additional 0.2%. So you need to check whether the fund that you're looking to invest in has any entry or exit loads. And if so, what they are and what the time period is. And ideally, you want one that has no restrictions whatsoever. And finally, of course, we are looking at the return. But one thing you need to keep in mind when you are comparing the returns of the fund is, first of all, obviously, the past returns do not necessarily correlate to the future returns. And secondly, you need to, return, you need to adjust the returns according to the risk that you're taking. So it's very easy for a manager to invest in risky stocks and get higher returns, especially in a good market period, than it is for a manager to make sensible investment decisions and to invest in low risk equities and still get the same return. So how can we figure out what's the level of risk that a manager has taken? One relatively simple way is to look at the standard deviation of the returns. 
and a lot of screeners allow you to see this straight away. So you can uh, screen by the three year or the five year standard deviation of the fund. So the standard deviation is basically a measure of how much the returns vary from one year to the next year. And a lower standard deviation means that you can expect that kind of return more reliably. And do keep in mind that this is a very basic metric that we are using. So risk is a very complicated topic. And I would encourage you to dive deeper into it and uh, really evaluate uh, the kind of investing methodology and the more complicated uh, factors of analyzing risk. But for now, when we're just doing a basic uh, first screen or basic analysis, you can use the standard deviation as a rough substitute. So to summarize, for an equity fund, you're looking for a fund that has the kind of stocks that you are in interested in, a manager that's been there for at least five years, no change in the mandate of the fund, a low expense ratio, a good return compared to other similar funds with a risk lower than other similar funds, and zero or very low entry and exit loads. And finally, we have debt funds or bond funds, which normally hold bonds or debt instruments. And these are of a number of different types as well. So you have liquid funds or overnight funds, which are meant to keep your money for only a very short period of time, say less than one week. And then you have the short and medium and long term funds. Uh, and these refer to the duration of the bonds that are inside that fund. So if you have a very long term horizon for your investment, you should probably be looking at more long term debt funds and so on. Uh, although a prudent thing to do is to have a balance of different durations. And you can do that by either buying separate short, medium and long duration bond funds or by looking at a bond fund that gives the manager the freedom to choose between the three. So you get the best of both worlds. You also need to see whether the bond fund is buying mostly government bonds or corporate bonds or whether it's a specialist bond fund like arbitrage fund. So there are a lot of different types of funds, especially in the debt category, uh, and it's easy to think that this is the simpler fund to choose but in fact it's often harder to pick a good debt fund than it is to pick a good equity fund even so there are a lot of things that are the same so uh, some of the things that we looked for when we were picking equity funds like the tenure of the manager the mandate of the fund the expense ratio the risk adjusted return a lot of those things are similar for bond funds so you can start by applying those screeners to the bond funds available to you as well However, with bonds, there is uh, an additional thing to look at when you're evaluating the risk of the fund, and that is the quality of the underlying bonds inside the fund. And uh, you can find out this information from the fund documents or from some screener tools as well. And you're looking at at least a double A, if not all triple A bonds, if you want the safest possible option. And of course, the lower the quality of the bonds in the fund, the riskier your investment uh, and the more risk you're taking and you might get a higher return for that as well. So that's something for you to evaluate. Are you comfortable taking the risk of a bond fund defaulting uh, for a higher return or do you want to go for a safer bond fund with only high quality bonds inside it? It goes without saying, of course, that no matter the kind of fund you're buying, you should make sure that it's issued by a reputed and ethical fund company. So uh, be sure to check the reputation of the company that's issuing the fund, see whether they've been in the market for a long time, see whether there are any negative news articles about them, whether they are known for their ethical fund practices and management techniques, uh, because it doesn't matter how good a fund is on the paper. Uh, if it's issued by a dodgy fund company, then it's better to look for a different fund. 
there are a lot of funds that we haven't covered in this podcast there are funds that look at alternative investments real estate even artwork gold so all of them have the same basic fundamentals that you should look at including the returns adjusted against the risk the type of management the mandate and they'll all have things that are particular to their industry or their type of fund that you need to be careful of as well so this was meant to give you a primer on how to choose a fund these are some basic criteria that you can apply right at the beginning of your search and hopefully this will help you narrow it down to a handful of funds and those you can then analyze in greater depth and detail to really hone in on where you want to invest your money we can uh, explore some of these funds and these techniques in more detail in future episodes and if you're unsure of how much to invest in equity funds how much in debt funds whether you should be looking at large cap or mid cap or what kind of horizon your investment should have then i would suggest that you listen to the first episode of our podcast series where we did a summary of the intelligent investor and a lot of concepts there uh, might help you make those allocation decisions so hopefully all of this has been at least a little bit useful to you uh, it's given you some answers and hopefully it's also given you a lot of questions that you can now go away and research on your own uh, if you do have some questions for me or some clarifications that you would like in future episodes then uh, feel free to drop me an email or a message and i will see you in the next episode